live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. That's right, folks. That is right. <clears throat> the guy that just told you you're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot, Jeremy Harrell, was not lying. It is live at 5, 5 o'clock Eastern Time here on the East Coast from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. This is Live from America, and I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Patriot, I want to welcome you for the second show of the day. It is Friday, so that means you get to go home after work tonight, if you're not already home, and spend time with your family, uh, with your dog, with your cat, with your loved ones, with your friends, and um, head into this wonderful weekend. <clears throat> we had a phenomenal show this morning. I got to tell you, I said yesterday on my Telegram on Instagram, there is nothing like being home. There is no place like home. And I think Dorothy said that best a hundred years ago. There is no place like home. And there's also no place like coming back to the Live from America studio, to the Live from America audience. I want to thank you guys all so very much for putting me out on the road, getting that bus out on the road, getting the truth. And again, sometimes we don't want to hear the truth. Sometimes we don't want to hear what goes against what we want. You know what I mean? Like when we hear bad things about people that we want to back for a candidate or back for governor or back whatever, we don't want to hear some of the bad things. But in order for you to make the best educated decision, you have to know the truth. And the truth shall set you free, just like we talked about this morning in our verse from the book of John. So if you're just joining the show, we just started, please Please, please, please do me a favor. Like the video. Yes, you have to jump out of the chat if you're in the chat to press that like button. Make sure you're subscribed and make sure you click that notification bell so that when we do go live, even if it's outside of 11 or 5, you get notified. Because so many people say, I didn't even get notified until like 45 minutes after you went live. <clears throat> so we can't rely on YouTube to notify. Uh, you just got to make sure that you're following and that you uh, you try your best to get to get notified, and if for some reason, on if it's Monday through Friday, and it's 11 or 5, and you don't see the show, and I haven't told you prior to the show that we won't have a show, then you need to jump over to the Rumble page, or you need to make sure that you're following me on all other social media platforms, which are in the scrolling text below, So, uh, and if you still have trouble, then just always, 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 always go to JeremyHarrell.com because if something happens to me, I will make sure that the web guy uh, puts up a notice of what happened and where to go. And you can always click all of the social media platforms on that front page and it should bring you right to my page on that platform. Having said that, you know what time it is. It's time to give some live shout-outs <clears throat> to those who are watching live on social media right now. So let's get right to that. Holly Weatherly from the great state of Texas, where I just came from. And yes, I have uh, uh, been sunburned from being in Texas because my white Casper uh, body is not, is not used to being in sun like that. Hello, Holly. Thanks for joining in. Mandy Marie from Arizona. Got a lot going on in Arizona. You guys just might be the tipping point of the savior of this country. Sarah Bellum is watching from North Dakota. How are you, Sarah? Thank you. Anna Smart watching from California. California, as a lot of my friends like to call it. Teresa uh, Strednicki from OHIO. Mary D'Agostino is watching. Misty Mason. Hello. She gives hearts and claps emojis. Shannon Torrance from Wisconsin. <clears throat> Excuse me. Trinette Mitchell from Texas. Jessica M. is watching. She says, good evening. We have Linda Kasiska from Kansas. And Kansas, actually, the home of the last uh, family farm, the Folky family farm in Kansas, who we donated to last month. I can't wait to close out today, see how much money we raised from you guys buying from the online store uh, for another family farm, and then to pick that family farm who gets to have uh, a little bit of money donated to them as well. We got Debbie, Deborah, excuse me, 
Deborah Gruby is watching from Snover, Michigan. Julie Sims is watching from where? New Hampshire, the Granite State, right here with me. Bridget Byram is watching from North Carolina, Kakalaki. Jake Manick was the first like of the day. So how you doing, Jake? Nancy from Boise, Idaho. It's good to see you, Nancy. Patricia Burns, hello, how are you? We've got uh, Judy Campo says hello. How you doing, Judy? Lisa Wooten is watching from Tennessee. We have a guest on from Tennessee tonight. Somebody who's taken matters into their own hands. Research, research, research. Finding out what we've lost as a country when it comes to our rights what we've lost in translation but there are a lot of rights out there we have a a gentleman by the name of john gentry who's joining tonight for about 15 or 20 minutes who's also going to be running for governor against bill lee there so we'll we'll get what he has to say he's got a a lot of great things that he's working on just another great patriot standing up and he's got some uh information for you now let me get to some special shout outs here and you will see them in the scrolling text below as well thank you and anna says great show this morning i appreciate that anna very much. I want to give a shout out to Denise Montgomery. She sent me, <clears throat> check these out. These are called, and I hope I say this right, these are called uh, hematite necklaces. Um, she sent me a couple of these wonderful, like beaded necklaces, and they're there, and they're for a lot of reasons that you would that you would wear these. Relationship, business, things, uh, you know, your future, your success. She sent me these beautiful necklaces. She sent me two of them, and I just saw them. My wife uh, saw them er- earlier this week when she brought them in, and I just wanted to say thank you so very much, Denise Montgomery, for sending that. I would also like to thank. Now check this out. This is a donkey. <laughs> See this donkey here? Check that out. That is from Sharon Bodie, and it actually screams. Watch, hold on. Come on. Scream, you stupid donkey. When you press it, it screams. I'm surprised it doesn't say hee-haw, but the scream is great, and that's what the swamp donkeys are going to be doing uh, when we the people take over. So thank you, Sharon Bodie, for that very, very much. I'd also, here we got another thing here. This is a bookmark. This is really cool. This was a bookmark um, from Edie Valancey. And check this out. Check out this cool bookmark that I can use for my Bible or for any other thing uh, that I happen to be reading. Probably the Bible or the Constitution seems to be the only things that I, that I can read lately. Um, so thank you so very much for that. Awesome gift, Edie. I appreciate that. And what else do we got here? Check this out. See this sign right here? Ready to read the sign? It says, warning, does not play well with liberals. And this is from Lone Star Art. Now, I don't know if somebody ordered this from Lone Star Art or if this came from Lone Star Art, but you can go to LoneStarArt.com. And uh, I'm sure if they got a sign like this, then they got other great signs as well. Warning, does not play well with liberals. Hey, this is perfect. I'm putting this right on the outside of the door of my studio, which, by the way, I don't even know how much longer I'm going to be in this studio because we are quickly, quickly, quickly outgrowing uh, this studio. And I'd also like to thank Linda Wardwell. She said no apology uh, necessary, but Linda sent Bibles, and so many others did too. I'm trying to get to them. There was a ton of stuff here that you guys sent while I was gone, and I promise you I will get to them myself. My wife has been uh, working very hard to make sure that she uh, writes everything down and, and inventories everything. I'd also like to thank Terry uh, Terry Caston, who you'll see in the bottom scrolling text as well. She sent a donation. Um, Kathleen Marcus, another donation. Thank you very much. Lewis in Virginia, uh, Gibaldi. Also sent a donation. I appreciate that very much. Now here's uh, Margie Heron also sent a donation. But Margie Heron has a story that I want to read. Uh, I'm going to wait till Monday to really get into it and read it. But I'll give you the uh, I'll give you the overview real quick. It's a very sad story. Her son was a police officer. Okay, and he was arresting a a drunk driver who I believe uh, was 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 passed out. I think it was in a drive through, and he was arresting a. Um, a, a, a drunk driver and the drunk driver ended up going for his gun or going for his taser and was rest, uh, resisting arrest. And as he was going, uh, uh, for, for something. And again, I'll have to, I'll have to read the letter over again. Uh, but I really, really want to make sure that we highlight this, uh, act, ended up shooting the drunk driver who resisted arrest and was going for his weapon and ended up getting life in prison. 
life in prison. I want to say, Margie Heron, I want to thank you for your son's service to the police force. Um, I apologize if I got any of that story wrong as I'm trying to quickly, uh, you know, uh, overview it real quick, but I, I will get into it a little bit deeper on Monday. I just now read about it. I want to say I'm very sorry for what your son is going through. I want to say I'm very, very sorry uh, for what the justice system did to him. And I, and I had a very similar story um, that you'll see in the documentary that I did down in Texas where a gentleman was also working for Border Patrol. Pretty much the same thing happened to him. He was being overpowered. He was being beaten. Okay, He was being beaten and ended up breaking the nose of the illegal immigrant and ended up getting two or three years in prison. Okay, this justice system is upside down and wrong. People going to prison for doing their jobs. Sooner or later, you're going to disincentivize people to be wanting, you know, to to get into these fields to protect and serve. And Margie Heron, you have the Live from America audience's prayers. You have our support. And I'd like to say I'm very, very sorry for what happened to your son. That should never be the case. I back the blue and I back anybody that's out there trying to do anything they can to protect and serve the citizens of this great country. So thank you, Marjorie. Uh, Marjorie, and we love you, and God bless you, okay? Um, <clears throat> Laura says, did you know that Justin Trudeau is trying to approve a CCPV passport and censor our social media posts? Give him a dum-dum. Hey, you know what? Let's just go ahead and give it to him right now. We won't even have to, we don't even have to throw one of these dum-dums. <laughs> Justin Trudeau is a dum-dum, just like his daddy was, and we all know that. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's up there So You know, he's he is the uh, he is the Obama of the North, and I can't believe he's even in there. I can't believe Canadians even want him. More than likely, they don't, all right? Um, uh, Mary says, Marjorie, that, that just hurts to hear. I am sorry. How can we help? Margie, if you're watching this, please let people know in here how they can get a hold of you, how they can help. Um, I will continue to... Uh, to read your letter in length, and I will make sure that we get the full story out there. I just want to let you know that we love you and that we're sorry for what happened to your son. It's not right. He was doing his job, and it's ridiculous. It's just absolutely ridiculous. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the Lord. Let's go to where we need our attention needs to be when matters uh, of, of injustice happen, when matters uh, that, that need to be solved and need to be... Um, you know, worked out for the for for the people of this world, for the children of God. We can only go to God. We can only go to Jesus when these things happen. I'd like to give a big shout out to my Jewish community out there too. I know we got a lot of Jewish folks, uh, and I, and I heard this in Atlanta. Somebody who uh, uh, um, a man down there who follows the show, loves the show, great guy, helped me out down there big time. Um, he's Jewish, and he said, you know, your Jewish community is growing big time. And after all, Jesus was a Jew. And I want to give a big shout out to my Jewish uh, community out there. Um, yeah, there's, you know, what can I say? Let's 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 turn to uh, let's turn to God, folks, because that is where our constant is. That's where our love is. That's where our attention needs to be to begin with. So, if you have your Jesus Calling book uh, at, at, in the evening time, if you're new to the show, we read from Jesus Calling, and we also read where that is uh, pulling from, where those devotionals are pulling from. So, let's do that now. April 30th, year of our Lord, 2021, and it reads this: The world has it all wrong about what constitutes success. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more with that first statement. The world has it all wrong. Look, what you, look, what, look at Margie. Look at Margie Heron and what happened to her son. But this says the world has it all wrong about what constitutes success. Media and even some churches, and more and more, by the way, churches are doing this, promote health and wealth as ultimate goals. But I have showered you with humble, rarely sought gifts, neediness, and weaknesses. These gifts, properly received and used, help make my ways known to earth. That is referencing um, 2 Samuel 22.31, which says, As for God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is flawless. He is a shield for all who take refuge in Him. Amen? Think about that. <clears throat> God is perfect in His word is flawless. You can always go to the Word. You can always go to the Gospel for good news. You can always take refuge in the Lord's Word. <clears throat> also referencing Psalm 67.1-2, which says, May God be gracious to us and bless us, and make His face shine upon us, that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. 
Now think about that last word, nations. Nations. What does that tell you when God talks about nations? When Jesus says, I will inherit the nations of the world, what does the word nations imply to you? It does not imply to me open borders. You do not have nations unless you have borders. You do not have a country unless you have borders. You do not have safety. You do not have sovereignty unless you have borders. Borders are not racist. Borders are not unchristian. Borders are not ungodly. The word nations is said probably a hundred times or more in the Bible. Why? Nations, ladies and gentlemen, you have to have borders to have nations, and even God says so. Before you turn out the lights tonight, strive for closeness with me rather than strategies for escaping your problem. You will never, ever, ever, ever solve the problems that you that come to you in your life. Not on your own. You might temporarily shield yourself from them. But in order to find the root of the problem and eradicate that problem, you must go to God. You must go to God. Amen? All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know the you know what time it is. It's time for the Lord's Prayer, baby. <clears throat> so, my nations, if you're new to the show, we say the Lord's Prayer before every episode. And if you're somewhere where you can say it loud and proud, God wants to rejoice, please let it flow from your lips to his ears loudly so he can rejoice, so that the angels in heaven can hear your praise to God and rejoice. But for some reason, if you can or don't want to or scared to, I suggest you do. I encourage you to do so. But if you can't, say it inside for the spirit to hear it. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get busy. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Corn Pop said, I love, this, I love the fact that somebody has their name is Corn Pop. I love the palmist. Can we read one of those, Jeremy? <laughs> palmist, palmist. Come on, folks. Come on, man. Folks, 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 I'm going to be in trouble. I can't find my mask. I can't find my mask. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired, Joe. Get out of the White House. You don't belong there. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're getting right into the news, and we're going in hot and heavy. The first and foremost section of today, we are going to be highlighting the sunshine state of Florida once again. Governor DeSantis is killing it down in Florida. Why? Because he's going to make sure... That Florida never goes blue. He's going to make sure that Florida never goes purple. Florida will stay a red state as long as Governor Ron DeSantis is there. And, and, and if he has it his way, if he has it his way, even if he runs for vice president with President Trump, if for some reason things don't get overturned beforehand and he runs with President Trump, he is going to make a long-lasting impression there so that Florida never, ever, ever is at risk of turning blue. Florida legislature passed another bill, ladies and gentlemen, but this time it's an election bill. And this election bill would add even further... ID requirements for voters requesting to vote by mail. That has passed the Florida legislature, and Governor DeSantis will sign this bill soon. Now, why is this important? Why is what Governor DeSantis down there doing is important? Not just because courage is contagious. Not just because the rights of the people in, in, in Florida uh, are protected. Not just because the pursuit of happiness is upheld there in Florida. But there's another reason why this is important, ladies and gentlemen. Because even though Florida went red, even though Florida voted for President Trump, and even though Florida is full of of, uh, of people who have a brain and people who love the Constitution and people who love the Bill of Rights, people who love their freedom, the Democrats still thought, even though they were wrong, but they polled and thought that Florida was in play. Florida's been in play before. Florida sometimes is at the verge of going blue. We need to make sure that we continue to push Florida more and more and more red. This is super important because remember, the Democrats thought that they had Florida. 
The Democrats thought they had Florida locked up. Remember? They were saying, oh, you know what? We're polling. We might beat Florida. Or we might win Florida. But they didn't because their polling was all wrong. But, ladies and gentlemen, Florida wasn't part of the steal this time. We know the states that were. Arizona, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Georgia, Nevada, and probably New Mexico as well. We know those states were part of the steal. However, Florida was not this time. But Florida could be in the future. So Ron DeSantis is doing everything he can. He is signing laws left and right to make sure that Florida never, ever, ever goes blue. And I want to give another big shout out to the state of Florida. I want to give another big shout out and a salute to Governor Ron DeSantis, who is quickly becoming one of the most popular, if not the most popular governor in the United States of America. Can I get an amen? And can I get a slurp of your coffee for that one, folks? Yes, 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 Ron DeSantis. Everybody wants Ron DeSantis as a governor. I seen so many hats while I was on this uh, little length of this tour that we did that said, Make America Florida. (laughs) Make America Florida. Amanda Collins says, Make sure you call on SB2006. I did today. Great job, Amanda. Great job. Great job. Brian uh, Stahl says, There is... No, next time. Don't know what he means about that, but I'm sure he means something smart because everybody who watches the show is smart, except for the three people that came in and gave a thumbs down. You know what's funny about that? It's funny about this. Here's what's funny about this. Have you ever continued to watch something that you don't like? Have you ever been flipping through, you know, TV, Netflix, whatever it is you have, and you find something, you watch it, and you're like, oh, man, this sucks. I'm going to keep watching it. Yay. (laughs) I'm going to keep watching it just so I can say how much I hate it. That's what the people that come in and put the, no, the thumbs down it. They come in and they're like, I'm going to watch this entire video because I love Jeremy Harrell this much. Those people that put those thumbs down, they love this show. Don't let them say they don't. They love this show. They'll never tell you who they are. They never have the guts to say in the comments, hey, I put the thumbs down. You know why? Because they love this show. They're secret closet liberals. They're cl- actually, they're closet Republicans who are pretending to be liberals, and they come in and they put a thumbs down just so that they can, oh, I gotta, I gotta do whatever I can to go against the grain, but I love this guy so much. I love his glasses. He's so cool. I love the cross. I love hearing about God, but I would never tell anybody that. I love the hat. I love the life from America. I love that red, white, and blue behind him, but I would never tell anybody that because I'm such a coward. Oh, but I gotta put that thumbs down. Nobody Until you have the courage to say what you really are, and that is a closet Republican, a closet constitutionalist, a closet American, then nobody cares. Until then, keep putting your little thumbs down. I call you guys the take my ball and go home crowd. I might take my ball and go home, everybody. (laughs) I'm going to take my ball and go home. You love it here, and we love to have you here. So stick around. Learn something. Get smart. Get educated. And get out there and tell your liberal brothers and sisters just how dumb they really are. Moving right along. Let's get to the first Smarty Award of the day. And the first Smarty Award of the day, here it is. It's not going to go to you three yet. Because you have not once yet had the courage to say that you're the one that puts the thumbs down. So, this Smarty Award today is going to go to Marjorie Taylor Greene, Congresswoman, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Congressman Matt Gates, ladies and gentlemen, because they are heading out on tour. This is called the America First Tour. And the entire reason behind this America First tour, is to get rhinos out of office. Get rhinos out of office. Love me some Marjorie Taylor Greene. Love me some Matt Gates out there working hard to get rid of these Republican rhinos in office because I don't know what's worse, a swamp donkey Democrat or a rhino. At least with a swamp donkey Democrat, you know what you're going to get, okay? At least with a swamp donkey Democrat, you know what you're going to get. But with a rhino, you don't know what you're going to get. They're a wolf in sheep's clothing, clothing, ladies and gentlemen. Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene, they're heading out on their America First tour for the entire 
the entire reasoning of getting rid of rhinos, exposing them, letting people know who they are, getting them voted out of office. Now, maybe, just maybe, there's some talks behind the scenes of the Save America Freedom Tour and the America First Tour crossing paths. And if that happens and we meet up together, maybe those three people that put the thumbs down will actually actually request tickets to that show. Maybe they'll get in their cars and actually drive to wherever we are just to see us hiding in the back with hats down and masks over their face. Loving every bit of it, but won't tell anybody. So wouldn't that be awesome if MTG and MG meet up with Jeremy Harrell, Ben Burke from Real America's Voice News and whoever else out on that tour. Which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I got a text message this morning. I told you that I was going to push and push and push and push for this tour to come where? To Pennsylvania next. Because we were supposed to go to Pennsylvania first. And ladies and gentlemen, I got a text message this morning that said, hey, we're working on the specifics now to go to Pennsylvania next. It's still in the early stages. I don't know the stops yet. I don't know the final destination yet, but it is Pennsylvania. I said, I will not get back on this bus unless we keep true to our word and go to Pennsylvania next. And Pennsylvania, it is the birthplace the birthplace of the Declaration of Independence. So I will keep you guys updated on what happens there. And make sure that you go to AuditPA. I think it's AuditPA.org. I I, I can't remember exactly, but I will make sure I continue to shout that out. I will put that in the comment sections when I'm done. And I will put it on my Telegram and Instagram. Definitely you want to go and sign up for that petition to, uh, to audit the ballots in Pennsylvania and to get rid of uh, uh, Governor Wolf there. He's a scumbag. If you're in Pennsylvania, you need to stay up on these issues. You need to work together and you need to make sure that you stay up on everything that's happening with auditing there and with get, getting rid of Governor Wolf there, okay? So, shout out MTG, shout out Matt Gates for getting rid of these rhinos. That's exactly what we need to do. And I'm super excited to help in any way, shape, or form. Get at me, reach out, and let me know. Please, ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor. Jump out of the chat, like the video, get those likes up over a 1,000, copy the link, send it to your friends, send it to your liberal friends even, because they probably want to watch it as well. And uh, we got to get those uh, numbers going, because, hey, (laughs) the message in the gospel is what unites us all. Speaking of Matt Gates, ladies and gentlemen, he has now jumped out in public and praised Senator Ted Cruz. Why? Because Senator Ted Cruz is doing now what Matt Gates has been doing. He is refusing to accept donations from big corporate super PACs anymore. Will only accept donations from individual people and small businesses. Yes, Ted Cruz. Falling in love with this guy more and more every single day. Falling asleep at Joe Biden's speech, wearing his come take it mask. I love me some Ted Cruz. His stock in my book has went through the roof in the last four years. And this is exactly what the Republican Party needs to do. They have an opportunity to rebrand right now. They have an opportunity to be the party of small business. They have an opportunity to be the sm- uh, the, the party of the people once again. The, 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 same, the same way the Republican Party came on the scene when it first came about. And the Democrat slave party hated them then, they hate them now, and they'll hate them in the future. Why? Because the Republican Party is just that, for the republic. We are not a democracy. I am so sick and tired of that word democracy. I hate hearing the word democracy. Anytime somebody says, well, we're a democracy, I just can't stand it. I can't stand the stupidity of somebody who uses the word democracy when they are talking about the United States of America. We are not a democracy. We have never been a democracy. We are a constitutional republic. Do not ever forget that. And that's what Ted Cruz is starting to stand on, those values. And we need more Republicans to jump out and say, you know what? I will not take corporate super PAC money any longer. Yes, Ted Cruz, we need to have courage uh, to be contagious. We need other high-profile Republicans to come out and say the same thing. Stop lining your pockets. Stop worrying about becoming rich. Stop worrying about becoming powerful. You are not a politician. You are a public servant. Come in there. Do your job and get out. That is what we want. That is what America needs. We need to have term limits everywhere, and we need to have people that are for the party, uh, for the people, parties that are for the people, parties that are for small business, and stop worrying about these woke large corporations and their money and their influence. Whoever does that will continue to be a rising star among we the people in the United States of America. Can I get an amen? Woo! We're on fire today, baby. We are on fire today. 
All right, folks, moving right along. The Supreme Court has failed us once again. The Supreme Court, yes, has failed us once again, ladies and gentlemen. So let's go ahead and let's cue the music and let's give the Supreme Court. And you know what? We're going to put them in the swamp donkey bucket. But here's the thing. I couldn't believe the names of the justices who actually voted the wrong way this time. Let me break it down for you real quick. The Supreme Court, who's supposed to be non-biased, who's supposed to make judgments based on the Constitution, (laughs) <laughs> well, they just sided with an illegal alien 6-3. to three. In a 6-3 decision, they've sided with an illegal alien fighting deportation since 2005. That's right. He has been sucking off the teat of the federal government, i.e. you and me, in our taxpayer dollars for since 2005. Now, he's fighting this de- deportation, and in a 6-3 decision, actually won. His name is... Austo, A-U-S-T-O, Niz Chavez, that's N-I-Z hyphen Chavez. He arrived here in the United States in 2005, and he said his rights, his what? His, his, what, what, what? His rights were violated? Uh, sir, you have no civil rights in the United States. You may have humanitarian rights, but you have no civil rights in the United States. Why? Because you are illegal. Because you've been here for the last 16 years doing absolutely nothing good. Nothing that, contri- that contributes to the, to the United States. Now, you may have a job. You may. You may be a hard worker. I don't know. What I do know is that you're illegal. What I do know is that you've been fighting deportation for 16 years and somehow, somehow, You've been able to stay here for 16 years when you should have been deported a long time ago. Now, here is why the Supreme Court sided with him. He got two notices, ladies and gentlemen, two notices from the government instead of one. And he says because he got two notices instead of one, that his rights were violated. So I read into it. And because... He was only supposed to get one notice from the federal government about when he was supposed to appear and where. Instead, the federal government sent him two notices. One to say why he was appearing, and a second one to say where. Instead of them putting it in one notice, they put two notices. But he's only supposed to get one notice. So for some reason, that is a violation of his rights. So he gets to stay here even longer. You want to know what justices actually signed on to this? You're going to be shocked when you find out who it is. Justice Clarence Thomas was one that sided with the illegal alien. Justice Clarence Thomas sides with the illegal alien. Couldn't believe that. Um, Justice Gorsuch was the one who pushed this to be heard by the Supreme Court and authored it. And signed on with the illegal alien. Justice Gorsuch. Stephen uh, Breyer signs on. Sonia Sotomayor. No big, no big, you know, course. Elena Kagan and Amy Phoney Barrett. Not even Injustice John Roberts or John or Kavanaugh. Neither of them signed on. You would expect John Roberts to sign on. You would even expect after the last few uh, judgments, you would even expect um what's his name? Uh Kavanaugh to sign on, but nope, neither one of those guys, folks, neither one of those. It was actually Gorsuch and Clarence Thomas. I can't believe Gorsuch and Clarence Thomas sided with the illegal alien. That's disgusting. That absolutely disgusts me. I cannot believe that those two signed on. Uh, It just, it blows my mind. (laughs) It really blows my mind. Oh, here we are again, folks. Supreme Court letting us down once again. Folks, do me, yes, traitors, you are exactly right. Adam McPhee says traitors. I 100% agree with you. Traitors to the highest degree. Ruth Miller says treasonous. Roxanne says, yes, why is Pence talking to Trump or vice versa? I don't know. I couldn't tell you why Pence is, I, I, I read it, I read it. But I, don't, I, don't, I think Pence is trying to stay close to Trump. I don't think Trump is st- trying to stay close to Pence, okay? I don't think that's the case. Um... We're getting ready to bring on my guest here. 
His name is John Gentry. Now, John Gentry is a, first of all, uh, one of the one of our listeners here on Life from America actually reached out to me and asked me uh, if I would bring him on the show. I said, yeah, sure, I'll bring anybody on the show. What are we bringing him on for? What are, what are we bringing him on here to talk about? And actually, what it comes down to is he's another American standing up, uh, deciding to take some matters into his own hands, and deciding to fight for what is right here in America. Now, uh, great thing, I got, I got to talk to him before the show today, and uh, some of the things he's done is actually pretty incredible. Is actually pretty incredible. He's running for governor in Tennessee, and I'll let him tell you exactly some of the research he's done, some of the ways that you can stand up. He's figured out some some you know uh, some rights that we have as an American that we've just lost that the, that the establishment has pushed down into that dirty swamp, so that you and I don't know how to fight. Okay, so I reached out to him. We had a nice conversation. I said, you know what? You're an American. You are you are standing up for your rights, regardless of Republican, regardless of Democrat. You're standing up for your rights. You're doing what you can do in Tennessee. He is going to be running for governor. Now, right now, they have a Republican governor in Bill Lee. Now, because I'm not from Tennessee, I don't know a lot about uh, Bill Lee. However, I do work with the Tennessee Freedom Force. I am going to be doing some stuff with them in the future. They're great people. They fight hard down there. And I actually got to tell uh, Mr. John Gentry, who's coming on here in a second, about the Tennessee Freedom Force, and my hope is that he gets together with them, and together they work hard to bring rights back to the state of Tennessee and ultimately back to the people of Tennessee. So I'm going to bring him on right now. Mr. John Gentry, sir, how are you? Welcome to Live from America. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks for having me on here. I'm doing great. Working hard here in Tennessee. My work is about restoring the cornerstone right of the people and restoring the voice and power that's inherent in the people. The First Amendment, everybody knows, freedom of speech and freedom of religion. And it says, right to petition for redress of grievance. If you ask any person out there, what is the right to petition for redress of grievance and how do you exercise that right? Nobody knows. Nobody understands how to exercise this right. The process, it, historically, these were common and frequent back in the 1800s. This is the cornerstone, right? Everything else in this republic, all of our rights flowed from the right of petition. You know, government didn't just say, we're going to let you bear arms, we're going to give you a right of free speech. All of that came from the right of petition. So here's how it works. You get a group of people together that have a common interest. Let's say term limits, 98% of us. We get 98% of the people to sign a remonstrance that's saying that we want term limits and exactly we want two term limits. You hand that to a member of the House and they file it with the clerk of the House. And from the House, it gets assigned to a committee. The committee deliberates and it goes back to the House for four. This is, if this is our most powerful constitutional right. It is our voice and power in government. It is essential. It is the it is the foundation of our constitutional republic. John, so so right now, uh, as it stands, um, you have to the you have to have, you have subcommittees. Somebody puts a vote to the you know somebody somebody wants to say put a bill out to, uh, on the floor to vote. But in order to do that, it got to go to a committee. And then it's got to go to a subcommittee. They got to vote on it. And then they got to push it to the House floor in Tennessee. But what you're saying is that citizens. Regular everyday citizens have the right, per the Constitution, to bypass that, uh, bypass that, you know, committee subcommittee and go right to the House floor. Is that, is that what you're saying? Exactly. So let's say you get a group of citizens and you you go to a legislator and you say, hey, we think this would be a good idea, this bill, and so they present it. It goes to the first subcommittee and they kill it. And you're done at that point. This is, this is the Tennessee House Rules of Order. Our legislative houses have rules of order. And in Tennessee, Rule 15 in the House and Rule 22 in the Senate says that petitions, after a brief statement is filed with the clerk, a petition shall be received and read at the table. So the, your representative files that with the clerk. That petition is read on the table. We the people are demanding term limits. We want term limits. 
So then the, the whole body will then typically resolve, okay, we're going to go send this to a committee, we're going to discuss it, and then the committee will come back to the whole body and make a recommendation, and the whole House votes on it. That is the power of the people. It's not like a bill that goes through committees in the normal process. This goes straight to the House floor. This right, it, it exposes corruption in government, and it is the remedy. I want to I share with my screen with you, and I'm going to show you the announcement of my remonstrance. This literally shook the foundation of corruption in Tennessee, and it's reverberating today still. Can you uh, enable me to share this real quick? Yes, uh, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Um, there you are, sir. All right, so let me put on the sound here so everybody can see this. This is the this is an announcement before the entire Tennessee House of Next Representatives. Next order, Ms. Clark. Petitions and memorials. Can we start? Mr. Speaker, pursuant to Rule 15, we have a brief statement regarding a petition of remonstrance statement filed by Representative Pulsey. It reads, I'm approaching the Tennessee House Chief Clerk on behalf of Mr. John Gentry with this petition and statement. Involves a petition of grievances. One, unconstitutional and void statutes. Two, failure to address grievances. Three, judicial reform. Four, reinstitution of constitutionally guaranteed rights. Signed, Bud Halsey, Tennessee State Representative. So that, when they, when they read that, that was the, the announcement of my remonstrance. When they read that on the floor, you could hear a pin drop. I mean, literally, there was 98 members in there, and having trouble with my screen. No, no, you're good. We got you. Okay. I'm, I had to get back to my screen. Sorry about that. That's all right. So when, when they read this on the floor, you could literally hear a pin drop for 10 seconds. They were like, what just happened? I'll tell you what happened, Jeremy. The voice and power inherent in the people just woke up. This is how we get it done. These, these rules and this right works in our legislative houses at the state level, and it is also in our United States Congress. And let me tell you how powerful this is. In the 2020 election, at, at the end of that, President Trump called on his supporters to go to Washington, D.C. to protest what he believed was a fraudulent election. He had previously filed lawsuits in various state courts, and those, co those lawsuits were dismissed. And they said, you don't have standing uh, because there is no harm. It, you know, maybe there was fraud, but it didn't affect the outcome of the election. So you don't have standing. You don't have harm. So we're going to dismiss your case. Those were, in my opinion, corrupt decisions from corrupt judges because we have no check of one branch over the other of our judiciary. But here's what could have happened and what should have happened is if President Trump had called on his supporters to co-remonstrate with him to the United States House of Representatives, and he filled out a remonstrance and said, we have agreements, we believe that there was fraud, we have all these witnesses, affidavits, evidences, evidence, video, and the redress that we want is we want an audit of these battleground states. That petition would have been read on the floor of the United States House of Representatives, referred to committee, deliberate on how they're going to do it, listen to the witnesses, and Trump's evidence would have at least been heard, and we would have settled the question, was or was there not fraud in the 2020 election? But because this right is oppressed, nobody knows how to, how to use it. In, a, in the Tennessee Court of Appeals, in a mandamus case I filed, the, the Court of Appeals cited a law review article written back in the 60s, and in that article, they said common and frequent petition. Petitions used to be common, and they used to be frequent. And they, and they without the threat of force, this is just people coming peacefully saying we were, we were petitioning or we were remonstrating. And it took the place of prolonged discontent and a long list of grievances at the point of a sword. If we do not restore this right, we are going to be agreeing to government under under arms. Eventually, we're going to come to that point in this country. I believe we've already become very close. It, it has to be restored. And so I'm fighting for this every day in Tennessee. I'm working to raise awareness across this country. I know you're out of New Hampshire. There's a gentleman, uh, Richard Daniel, is fighting in the New Hampshire legislature, legislature, legislative houses 
trying to restore this right in New Hampshire, and other people are working on it in other states. And and thank you so much for, for allowing me on your show to get this out to the people. Everybody has to start fighting for this. This this right is more powerful than the right to bear arms. When I when I petitioned the Tennessee General Assembly by remonstrance, uh, several corrupt judges were removed from office. I did that as a single citizen. So I wait, so wait, so hold on, John. So so you're telling me that when you when you stood up and you used your rights that most people don't know that they have when it comes to this kind of stuff. Uh, and this is why I brought you on. Now, now, usually when I bring guests on, we get some people dropping off because, you know, some people just aren't interested. But I want people to be interested in this because this people always ask, how can I fight? How can I stand up? What can I do? And this is the kind of stuff that people can do. This is why I wanted you on so badly. But you're telling me as a result of what you did, you got judges removed. Is that what you're telling me? Absolutely. The entire membership of the Tennessee Board of Board of Judicial Conduct, they were removed from office. Wow. Wow. They were grossly negligent. They were aiding and abetting rights violations by protecting corrupt judges. Since its inception, that agency had never once recommended removal or impeachment of a single judge, despite admitted rampant corruption in our judiciary. And with that stroke of a pen remonstrating to the Tennessee General Assembly, they're like, this has gotten out of hand. They threw them all out of office. They reconstituted that board, and they added six citizens to the Tennessee Board of Judicial Conduct. Wow. It used to be all judges. That is the power inherent in us. People, this is how we take that power from government, that they stop talking for us, and we start speaking for ourselves. Amen. In our legislative houses. Amen. John, so somebody's asking me here, how do we do this in our state? So instead of, you know, because we don't have, we're limited on time here. Can you tell people uh, uh, where they can, where they can get a hold of you, how they can get a hold of you so that you can help them do something similar in their states? Because there's people out there that are watching right now that are hungry, hungry for knowledge, and they just don't know where to go or what to do, but they have the courage and, sir, your courage is contagious. Can you tell people where they can go to at least have conversation with you so that you can help them do this right in their state, sir? Absolutely. Uh, my website is we the people, V is in Victor, 50.com. We the people, V50.com. That's my website. You get, there's a link to my social media pages on there. If you go on my Facebook, I respond. I literally respond to every person that comments on there. You can message me through my Facebook page. My, you can also contact me through email. I will help people. This, this process is very simple. You can get a group of people together and, that are like-minded. You find somebody that can articulate for you, and you cite your state constitution. Every state constitution says that you have a right to petition for redress of grievance, and in Tennessee, or other proper purpose, it doesn't have to be a grievance. And you can do it by address or remonstrance in Tennessee and several other states. We have a constitutional right to stand in front of the General Assembly and state our grievances or petition them for reforms or, or favor that we want with government. Now, let me ask you, John, if for some reason or for some, you know, if, if people come together and help you and you won, let's say you won governor for Tennessee. Let's just say in a perfect world, you're sitting in there, you win, you get, you know, you, you, you get behind that, that beautiful desk in Tennessee and you're the governor. Would you be, I know you'd be a warrior for the people. I know that already. Would you be a warrior for President Trump if he was to be back in the White House at the same time you were governor? Absolutely. I, I mean, there's no choice better right now than, than President Trump. He did some great things for this country. You know, unfortunately... You know, he didn't understand this right that he could have exercised. I agree. And, and, I, and I think, you know, he, could, he relies too much on, on attorneys. I know? agree. But, but he did incredible things for this country that's all being undone right now. No, I agree. Okay, here's another question for you, and then we'll, then we'll kind of wrap up and let you go. Um, governor Bill Lee, that's your governor now, right, in Tennessee? That's his name, correct? Yes. Okay. What do you think of him? Do you think that he is doing a good job? And what would you do differently than a Governor Bill Lee in Tennessee? Thanks for that question. 
No, he's not doing a good job. Number one, our form of government has been unlawfully altered and judges are holding expressly prohibited offices of trust in violation of the state constitution. That's an unlawful alteration of our form of government and it's the root of corruption. He literally rubber stamps almost all of the legislation that comes through the Tennessee General Assembly. And most of that legislation is garbage pretended legislation for special interest and for corrupt purpose. I will not sign legislation unless it adheres to the provisions of state and federal constitution and is, and is enacted for the benefit of the people, which would knock out about 90% of the garbage legislation that comes out of our General Assembly. Uh, he issued uh, uh, closure of businesses and he assigned power that he does not have to issue order of mask mandates in this state. Our Tennessee constitution says that martial law in the sense of unrestricted power, and that's what mask mandates are, they're unrestricted power. And they said by military officers or others, or others is governors, mayors, county executives, is not confided, it is, it is inconsistent with the principles of a free government and it is not confided to any department of this state. Bill Lee was acting in express violation of the Tennessee Constitution. He's constitutionally incompetent. Wow. Wow. Well, well said. Uh, sir, uh, one more time before we let you go, can you please again tell people not only your website, uh, slow so they, can, so they can write it down, but also where they can get a hold of you on social media so that they can reach out to you so that you can educate people on their rights that the that the that the swamp on both sides has has uh, has pushed down deep so that people don't know it. Can you please tell people where to find you, how to contact you, so that you can help them understand like you helped me in our conversation earlier? Absolutely. So on Facebook, if you type in at Gentry, the number for the people, at Gentry for the people. You'll find my, my candidate page on social on Facebook. Uh, I have a YouTube channel. I've, I've spent a lot of time researching the right of petition, researching what is our proper form of government. And as you said earlier in your show, we're a republic. Uh, but, but we are not operating as a republic right now. We're operating as an oligarchy of political elites. But uh, if, you, if you go on to, to at Gentry for the people on Facebook and my website, we the people, V Well, John, I want to thank you very much. I want you to get together with the Tennessee Freedom Force again. I am not uh, at this point. I don't. Uh, I don't know enough about uh, Governor Bill Lee. But what I will say is that I respect you, sir, for standing up for people's rights. There's very few people out there that are say they're politicians that actually care about people's rights. You clearly do. I want to thank you, sir, for coming on Live from America. You're welcome here anytime, and I'm sure that we will get a hold of you in the future. Sir, God bless you. Thank you so very much, and uh, have a wonderful day, John, okay? Thank you, Jeremy, and thanks to the viewers out there taking time. All right. God bless, God bless you, sir. Thank you so very much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there is John Gentry, and I got to say, the man, he's got guts. He's got courage, and courage is needed. Courage is contagious. Courage is exactly what this country needs. Now, moving on from that, because we only got a few minutes left here, let's talk about courage real quick. Let's talk about uh, a Trump supporter actually infiltrating Antifa. Because this Trump supporter in Northern California infiltrated Antifa, he was able to record phone messages, he was able to capture text messages, where the members spoke openly about killing police and targeting Republicans, okay? This takes guts, this takes courage, and I want to show you the video right now. Check this out. ...from a Sonoma County business owner and Trump supporter who infiltrated a group of anti-fascist activists. And some of them here with their manifesto and could tell that they were a threat to the community. So they needed to do something about this. The manifesto posted online for SoCo, Sonoma County, Radical Action, or SRA, says, Do not hesitate, do not wait. The brick in the street is meant to be thrown. The paint in the can is meant to be sprayed. The cop in your head is meant to be killed. The Trump supporter was able to join the group that communicates through the encrypted messaging app Wicker. And you express that you're 
of a like opinion. Oh, yeah, it's, you said comrade, you know, I, I want to uh, smash the system the same as you, you know, make them not feel alone, because that's what they really want to hear, is know that there's more people like them. He saved messages, documents, and recordings of their meetings. The IT must learn the group's leader, who goes by the screen name Marb, is a 25-year-old college student who was arrested for felony assault on a police officer last year at this Oakland riot after the death of George Floyd. The district attorney declined to file charges. The Trump supporter says he made this recording in March when Marb discussed naming the group Soko Antifa. It was originally Soko Antifa, mm-hmm. and people didn't like that. People didn't like that we called ourselves in the team. Um, well, that, they were like, we're going to get on the FBI watch list. Remember? Yeah. They apparently have an eye out for that. Marv also talked about that same hand statue being vandalized on other occasions. Did someone use dentals? You know? <laughs> Free hand. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it was actually a lot easier for this situation. So this is the list here. The infiltrator tells me he copied what the group calls its target list, people they want to dox, to publish their private information, their addresses and phone numbers, to surveil them for possible vandalism. After his testimony, they placed Barry Broad at the top of the list, and within an hour of the attack on his former house, Marb is back on Wicker at 3.48 a.m. telling the group, Hey, y'all, late notice, but some comrades took action at a house owned by Barry Broad, and if someone could swing by in the morning and get pictures, our comrades would be very grateful. The target list also includes the head of the deputy sheriff's union, what they call killer deputies, officers involved in fatal confrontations, and Trump supporters, including Sandy Metzger. And I really came out strongly against Antifa and BLM. Metzger heads the Santa Rosa Republican Women Federated. And I broke the news that her name appears on the group's target list. It's an obvious question, but does that concern you? It does concern me a little bit, but that's not going to stop me from speaking out. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's more to that video. You can find it on the Gateway Pundit. But the, the, the whole reason for me showing you that is because courage is contagious. A, a, a Trump supporter decided, I've had enough. I'm going to go inside Antifa to let the world know it's not just an idea. But didn't poop pants Jerry Nadler and Eric Fartwell and the rest of the Democrats and the five people that put thumbs down here, like John Castillo, who's now gone from this page? <laughs> hey, at least he had the courage to stand up, but he still loves the show. That's why he watches the entire hour. Only Democrats watch things for an hour that they don't like. That's how dumb they really are. Called me a failed rapper. Ooh. Said the show is a failure. Ooh. <laughs> Calm down. You belong in the same uh, list of people as these Antifa. But they're just an idea. That's why I wanted to highlight that. That's what I wanted to show that to you for. And ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about courage. Are you ready for this? MAGA rallies are starting back in May. Okay, uh, sources close to President Trump said that he is going to start his MAGA rallies again. And ladies and gentlemen, I think that's exactly what we need. We need these MAGA rallies to start again. There's so many people down in the dumps. There's so many people that think President Trump isn't coming back. There's so many people that are scared that President Trump is gone for good. But President Trump is just take, he's just taking a little sabbatical. He took his little sabbatical. He got his energy. He's going to come back fighting hard. And that is why his super PAC has already raised over $100 million. And they're going to come back with a vengeance. And he is going to let these swamp donkey Democrats, these rhinos, and these losers on this video who put this thumb down, he's going to let them know exactly that Papa's home and Daddy's got a brand new badge baby papa got a brand new badge and there's going to be a new sheriff in town Woo! i can't wait for these maga rallies again can i get an amen like the video get the likes up over a thousand here on youtube folks because we're going to start going to maga rallies again i can't wait to see you at a maga rally i can't wait for that for that save america freedom tour to be riding in on those maga rallies i'll be up there singing build the wall and rebirth of america and all these people that are putting thumbs down will be pulling out their hair screaming john castillo will be freaking out and putting himself in a safe space and i just can't wait to maga on trump train rolling baby save america freedom tour keep on rolling and we're gonna keep on making america great again Woo! you gotta share this video folks you gotta share this video all right do not forget when all else fails go to jeremyherald.com sign up for that newsletter okay become a monthly donor if you can if you can't that's okay 
And if you go to MyPillow.com, make sure you put in the promo code LFA. You get up to 66% off and half the revenue comes right back to LFA to grow bigger, to make John Castillo and the rest of the liberal know-nothings even more mad, to get out there on the road, get more truth from what's going on in America, meet more people, bring back more reporting for you so that you can make the best educated decision for your voting system, for your children, for your future, for your jobs, for your economy. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much. We're going to end right here. Um, And I want to let you know to have a great weekend, okay? Be with your families. Love your families. Be glad that you have them. Thank God that you have your families. And make sure that you give all honor, all glory, and, uh, and all your attention to God. Because without God, none of this is possible. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. And keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I will see you Monday morning at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. If you need anything, reach out to me on Telegram. And I'll try to get back to you as soon as possible. Until then, have a great, great weekend, folks. See you later.